Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Diving into physiology, neuroscience and linguistic programming so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career. Moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money or make a real difference to people's lives. Tune in weekly if you care more than others. Think wisely as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe and receive our free newsletter and other goodies. Here is your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. Hello, my name is John Cassidy Rice. I have the pleasure to be your host for this podcast. And this week, we have an interesting subject and that I've not really come across this before. Uh, we're talking to Sarah, who's a therapist who helps people get comfortable in their own body with pains and just the general things that life throws at your body. Uh, but this concept of we're changing from a carbon-based people to a crystalline-based people, which I've not come across before, so I'm very interested to find that out. Uh, hiya, Sarah. Hi, hi, John. How, how are you doing? Yeah, fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on. And before we get into this concept of carbon to crystalline, just tell us a little bit about your background and how you arrived at where you've got to now. Okay. Uh, well, for the last 25 years, I've been a therapist. So back in the mid-90s, uh, I stepped away from my normal hamster wheel job and uh, became a, a therapist. Uh, and I studied aromatherapy and body massage. massage uh, and then I evolved from there, um, keeping up my CBD points, uh, which are um, continuous professional development. I studied the Ascended Masters, the Angels, the Archangels, the uh, Shamanic Realms. Um, but basically, I've been upgrading my skills over the past quarter of a century, which is um, well over, well, it's, uh, it, it's nearly half of my life, um, I would say. So um, I've been focusing very much on people's bodies and not just one body, but the body, mind and spirit uh, in order to holistically um, help people to uh, become, you know, more healthy and pain free and uh, more comfortable. So, uh, yeah, and, and I've developed, you know, um, many tools in order to help myself and, and my family and others, my client base, um, which have ranked up into the thousands over the years. So I used wow. to sort of see you know, um, 20 people a week doing massage. And now I work very much with raising your vibration uh, and teaching. So one of the reasons that I'm here today, and thank you for facilitating this, John, is to uh, is to help people to understand um, that actually everything that everybody's going through now is, um, yes, it's stirring up fear amongst, you know, so many, but actually it's all okay. And there are some solutions that we can we can uh, bring into our awareness and into our daily lives that can actually ease things a little bit. All right, that sounds good. So over the last 20 years, have you seen this uh, shift to a much more of an interest in a spiritual idea, realms of us as being spiritual beings? Very much so. It started in 2012, really. Um, actually, it did start well before that. Yes. Um, but 
the uh, but the big shift was on 21st of December 2012 when the Mayans would have called it the new beginnings, um, the death of the old, the beginning of the new, uh, the new regime of uh, the next 26,000 years because every 26,000 years Muswell Earth goes through a big shift and then every 13,000 years, which is half of that 26. And on the, on the 21st of December 2012, that was the turning of the wheel, as the Tolkien says, um, and that was the beginning of a new era where we're stepping into, uh, away from the third dimension of fear and into the fifth dimension of bliss and joy. Um, so we have to traverse the fourth dimension, which is that of fear, karma and time. So what we're in now, and we find ourselves in now, is the fourth dimension of fear, karma and time. And that shift happened on the 12th of uh, January this year. Wow. Um, so all the turbulence so, we're seeing in the world is a, a reflection of also what's going on inside us. Would that be... Absolutely. Um, as above, so below, you know, and what we think about, we bring about. So, yes, very much so. We really need to, um, we see the turbulence outside and the only thing that we can really do um, is to change the way that we react and respond to that as the only control that we've got and practice some inner work and that will change our outer world. So if you visualise the whole world with a big green screen, you know, we are a reflection of our thoughts. And we can change things just by doing something called the, um, the Ho'oponopono, which is a, a, a mantra. Yes, well done. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, you see, you pretended you didn't know. But it comes from, yeah, Dr. Hulin, um, who did some work in Hawaii uh, uh, and as a, a, a psychotherapist. And that work was, uh, was written down by, uh, oh gosh, what was his name now? Little actor. Um, in the book called Zero Limits, uh, right. and then then we'll come back to me. But yes, it's a Hawaiian prayer, and that Hawaiian prayer originally comes from uh, well, it, the last place it came from was the sort of Atlantis and Lemuria, because Lemuria is very connected to Hawaii and Easter Island in that area, in the, in, in the fifth dimension, the third dimension. Uh, going back uh, a number of years now was was Atlantis. We made a whole bunch of mistakes in Atlantis and we were downgraded from 12-strand to 2-strand DNA. And now with the new light of the galactic central sun, which started, which hit us on the 28th of September 2015, that's when the new light from not just our local sun, but the, the great central sun came online. Now the light from that, which everyone will notice is warmer, brighter has a wider dispersion of color so we're now um, you know people are noticing um, that, that the light and the warmth from our sun now and of course our weather systems etc have all changed very much and everything is very turbulent right now um, but so so what we need to do is to work with um, the, the whole, I can never say it, oh, oh, no. um, <laughs> this, this, this amazing uh, uh, prayer, if you like, which is a mantra. And prior to Lemuria, it actually came from uh, the, the star beings, our star brothers and sisters. Um, and we are all made of stardust. You know, we yeah. can't be made of anything else. So we have a lot of wisdom from that. And with the moon I key, it's something else that I do um, share with people. A little bit like if you had a Reiki, um, it's an upgrade. Well, I feel it's an upgrade from that, but it's uh, it, it's it's a healing tool, right. and we grow manically through uh, 
through ceremony, which is you know very powerful. And I've done a lot of work with shaman around that. Right. Well, that was a flow of information. But I suppose the key question there is, um, so when are we going to hit this bliss? When we've cleared fear, karma and time, and that will be a different amount of time, time being. This is the only um, paradigm that we actually relate to time. In every other place in the universes that we're aware of, um, and there are increasing amounts of those, um, time doesn't exist. There is no such concept. Um, so linear time is actually doesn't exist. It's more of a spiral as you you know connect people like Nathan Paramin or Bruce Lipton or uh, uh, Greg Braden or um, any of these sort of you know um, scientist based people, yeah. scientific you know left brain uh, uh, communications that you want to look at. You'll start to find that real physics has been replaced by quantum and string theory so you know if you, we're starting to really evolve so in answer to your question there um there is no linear time so when are we going to get into bliss and joy and instant manifestation and dance and song and the extension seemingly of time because it seems to have shortened and be in flux i think you probably agree right now um, no one really can, you know, get ahead to get their heads around how fast or, you know, mainly how quickly time is flowing and how quickly the months and the years and the hours and the minutes are flowing by. It's because it's a fourth dimensional concept. When we have cleared our own cache of fear, uh, then we and karma, then we can step into the fifth dimension because in the fifth dimension, no t no fear exists. It does; it's not allowed. So um, we have to clear our own cash, like clearing our clutter from our wardrobes or our garages or our lofts or our, you know our, our bodies, our our, our um, digestive systems. <coughs> um, you know all all of these areas of our lives, and once we've cleared all of that uh, information uh, and done a little bit of meditation, cleared some of the channels within, and I work very much with the 22 chakra system. Um, I know some people are, are maybe, if, if you, I don't know if you've only heard of chakras, John, but um, have you heard of chakras? Yes, I've come across those, yes. Fabulous, I'm sorry. No, that's um, okay. That's okay. Some people haven't, um, mm. but if you are aware of them, then um, a lot of people are very aware of the first seven relating to the body. But uh, uh, since the mid-90s, I've been guided to work with an increasing number, and I'm working with about 22, 24 at the moment. This is only because my my job as a, uh, as a soul on this planet is to help to uh, bring people's bodies through the shift, and this is a unique process this has never ever happened right. every twenty six thousand years um we've dropped the density of our bodies human beings you know we were very awake and very aware we were 12 strand dna you know we, we were um bilocating we were telepathic mm -hmm. we were sounds uh, very much i've just read uh, read a book um the autobiography of a yogi which is yeah. a classic book and it, i found it, it enchanting i just found it enchanting and it sounds very similar to some of the things that yogis were talking about 
they are. And it's always said, uh, a little bit like the film Indiana Jones with the skulls, you know, the crystal skulls, when all the wisdom of the world comes together, when all the religions come together, that's the healing of the planet. So, you know, I relate very much not to religion, but to spirituality and the bringing together of all religions. And I sort of pick a little bit from, you know, Hinduism and from Buddhism and from Christianity and all of these things and bring them all together. And, and I sort of create my own tapestry of what feels right for me, what resonates for me as a being. Uh, and I do fully uh, believe that, you know, we have everything that we have that's been written about before now the separation has caused the problem uh, but actually when we all come together in that unity and it's said that in that those crystal skulls which really do exist there are 12 in existence they were scattered at the time at the end of atlantis around the world and now they're all coming back together to some of the, the, the crystal skull guardians and it's always said that when those 12 come together the 13th will manifest from the fifth dimension and that will be the healing of the planet so Definitely, you know, yogis live on light. We can also live on light, but we need to live lightly before we live on light. Oh, nice saying, nice saying. <laughs> so so you, you've got this concept. I don't know where you've got the concept from because it's the first time I've heard of it. Is so we're going from crystal, uh, carbon to crystalline. Absolutely. Well, a carbon, carbon is, if you think of a lump of coal yes. and, uh, and, and then a diamond, okay? And on the periodic table... Uh, they're not too, but carbon and, and, and silica or crystal like crystal are not very far apart. So actually, yes. the jump is not that great. However, this is the first time we've ever done it. So our bodies, up until 21st of December 2012, were carbon based. And since then, since the higher frequencies of light have come in to affect our DNA, to change our DNA, um, because we are, uh, we are. We are frequencies of light within a carbon-based vehicle. I don't know if you ever saw the film Cocoon back in the 80s or 90s. I vaguely remember it, yes. Well, basically, we're all wearing this sort of carbon outfit, like a skin. But inside of that, um, you know, the, these space star beings were, were, were vibrations of light. And that's exactly what we are, encased in a crystalline vehicle. Uh, sorry, a carbon-based vehicle, a body. And actually, our bodies are um, a little bit like Russian nesting dolls. We've got a, a, a carbon-based body. And outside of that, we've got an emotional vehicle that's still part of us and our, and, our, and our shining light that we are. And outside of that, we've got a mental vehicle, which is where we sort of logically think and process things. And, and outside of that, again, the fourth body is the spiritual body. And in order to heal somebody, you know, we know shamanically and also in my work with psychoneuroimmunology, which is the body-mind connection, um, and that's a, 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 a science of if you want to heal the body, you need to go to the layer above the body into the emotional or mental body, or perhaps spiritual too, yes. in order to form the body below it, in order to um, drip feed down. So there's no part, if you've got a cut, or a sore knee, there is no point in me saying, right, let's put some, you know, let, let's put a Band-Aid on your knee. We need to understand why you had the problem with the knee in order for your body to heal itself, because we've got the DNA to create DNA, uh, and, and we can therefore heal anything in the body. And six years ago, I was in a wheelchair and very broken, um, and I was diagnosed with um, all sorts of autoimmune problems and the doctors all said i need to be on drugs for the rest of my life but i'm not on okay. any drugs wow um 
not in a wheelchair and I do walk my dogs every day. Um, they did put me on, uh, when my daughter was born 27 years ago, they put me on thyroxine and told me that if I ever came off it two years after that, I would be dead. Well, that was six years ago and I haven't taken thyroxine. That was a bravery. That, that's believing in what you uh, preach. It is, isn't it? I think, you know, with all healers and people that work in my field, and there are thousands of us, believe me, you know, John, all over the planet, and I connect with many of them in my teaching, my yeah. my learning. So, um, you know, we work together as a team, but actually, you know, we realize that all of us um, who are in this, we've made this, this sole contract to help others. None of us have had an easy journey. So, you know, we've had to walk it and learn it and be it and be able to empathize in order for me to be able to say that, yes, essential oils from planet Earth and um, changing my diet um, initially just for a few months uh, uh, into a cleaner version of what I used to have. Mm-hmm. And I had to step away from the KFCs and the Red Bulls and the coffee and things, you know, and, and step into um, moving into healthy nutrition, which is going to be good ingredients for a lighter crystalline body. And let's look at computers with crystals. And the connection there, you know, within every computer, there is, uh, you know, it's, it's a quartz crystal, you know, the way that um, Einstein would have talked about, you know, looking at frequency and vibration, you know, if we want to think about healing and Tesla, you know, again, creating, you know, back in the 1800s, you know, these guys were all well ahead of their time, but also they were um, put down as, as, as crazy people and, and basically, you know, died almost paupers, many of them, because um, they were discredited. And that's also been, you know, happening. I won't go into that now, but that's for a subject for another day. But um, but in, in terms of healing and, and to, to change and upgrade ourselves, we need to think in terms of frequency and vibration. And I've been sharing workshops on raising your vibration for the last 15 years. And I do many of those but I'm retiring this year to move to Portugal. So I'm, another reason that I'm out here trying to share as much information as I can um, to help people to bring their bodies through the shift without fear, because fear is a fourth dimensional concept. And we can't take into the bliss and the joy um, and this amazing place that we're about to step into. Right. Uh, so if there, oh. it's about frequency and ra- raising our vibration, what are the top three yep. things that we could do today that's... Yep without maybe changing our whole lifestyle to raise our vibration. Yep, there are some easy ones. Firstly, we need to chill out. That's an easy one. Except, um, you know, there are so many fear concepts. If you look at worldwide media, if you look at all the things that are happening around the planet right now, it's bringing up, let's say, fear, shall we, for everybody. Um, Not watch the news then. I tend not to watch the news. Uh, I tend to watch positive news and to associate only with positive things. And that attracts positive things into my awareness. If you are to look at um, heavy negative fear-based stuff, it will attract that into your awareness. So if you think you're going to go down with a bug, then you're going to go down with a bug. You know, if you think you're going to die of a sub, you know, some nasty disease at a particular point, then you're probably right. However, um, I didn't uh, own any of the, you know, the uh, hypothyroidism and uh, rheumatoid arthritic conditions that I was diagnosed with, didn't own it, just saw it as a, 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 a flag that my body was flying in order to alert me to certain criteria. Uh, and when I got the message, then the symptoms disappear. 
and you can heal yourself from anything. So the, but there are three main things, as you asked for, that we can do today. So um, the first one is a breathing practice. And you can do this in your car. You can do this wherever you are, at the post office or in the, you know, in, in the supermarket. And the breathing practice that I like to use, which is really easy, is, is the three, four, five. So you breathe into the count of three, into the side ribs, and you breathe deeply into the side ribs. You breathe, you hold it for the count of four, which is, you know, and then you breathe out to the count through the mouth through the count of five. Now you do that eight times. And if you and I were to do that now, um, then we would we would feel the energy of our bodies rather than being, as I like to call it, meerkat, you know fight or flight response, you know, how do I deal with all of these things that are going on um, into more of a grounded connection, which is more about uh, feeling how connected we are to Mother Earth and how safe and secure we are and feeling the energy through our feet and being able to cope with absolutely anything that life throws at us. So that's number one, the three, four, five breathing practice. The second one, as you and I have already mentioned, is the Harapanapono, which is the I love you to yourself, this mantra of four simple phrases, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Now you can say that in any way that you want to, in any order that you want to. Uh, and I think I feel that each one has a slightly different effect, but but the important part of that is that you say those to yourself, not to the perpetrator is someone who's done something to you that you were upset about. But how does that make you feel? So if someone cuts you up on the motorway and you're, you know, your first reaction is busy to shout, you tonk your horn and to shake your fist or whatever, make a hand gesture and say what an idiot they are. But actually what you could do is think, well, how has that made me feel? Frustrated? Yeah. Okay, so I'll clean on the feeling of frustration in my heart. I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, thank you. And you'd say that I would say it to myself, you know, I'm sorry, Sarah, I love you, Sarah, please forgive me, Sarah, I thank you, Sarah. And and you work on that, and that might bring up another layer of maybe anger. So I would then clean on the anger, and then it would eventually lead back to fear, which you clean on. And then you cleared that, and there is one more, but I know you want to say something. Okay, I was going to say, I say, I say so I can understand the um, I love you. Um, yes. I next one was. Please, uh, well, I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. Uh, right, so forgive me. So, so um, what, what um, are we forgiving? So I well, you're, forgiving, you're forgiving yourself for having a judgment to, to yourself. So, um, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Um, again, you can say it in whichever way you like, but um, you're saying. Um, Please forgive me because, you know, we're very good at being hard on ourselves and having judgment around ourselves, you know, and, and, and albeit, of course, we're judging others, which is, you know, very futile and brings about karma, which, again, I've mentioned with the fourth dimension. And we're releasing that because it's not karmic through lifetimes so much now, although that's included. But it's also to do with, you know, what you think about, you bring about. So, you know, if you're, if you're judging someone, you're going to be judged. If you send out a bad thought, you're going to get something e equivalent back at you, probably from somewhere else. So it's very important that if I judge someone, look at someone and think they're wearing the wrong colour for their, you know, skin shit, you know, their skin tone, or that haircut could look better, then that judgment. I mean, who am I to judge somebody else, right? I mean, I'm not perfect, uh, and and you know, it's not my business. 
what anybody else thinks of me. And equally, it's, you know, not your business what anyone thinks of you. But if I'm in, in a place of judgment, then I'm actually hurting myself. So I need to forgive myself for that. Okay, right. Excellent. Thank you. And the third thing? Uh, and the third thing, so we've got uh, fear, uh, so we've got the uh, the breathing practice. Uh, oh, yes, the third was, sorry, the third one is the bubble cleanse. I've worked with some shaman, uh, mainly from Peru, also from Chile. I'm not a shaman, I'm not a shaman, and, I, and I'm, uh, 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 but I have worked with some. What's the definition I, of a shaman? A, a, a shaman has, 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 has basically, uh, that they've studied spiritually and worked as teachers within, 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 uh, I mean, you know, a minimum of 25 years. So if you ever meet someone who says, oh, I've done a year's course and I'm a shaman, actually, you know, unlikely, let me say, you know, um, but, uh, but, but shamans are spiritual uh, uh, guides within okay, right. any tribe. Yeah. Um, and they've done an awful lot of work as a teacher. You know, I've learned how to go within, within, and within, and to constantly analyze myself, um, and to work with cleaning my own emotions, and you know, like any counselling that people might go through, to right. constantly look at what is bringing, what's underpinning, you know, a particular um, trait or a reaction that we may have. Okay. Um, so, so that's really what a shaman would be doing. But the shamans that I've worked with have always shared with me the concept. Uh, there is nothing to fear but fear and one other thing and the other thing is forgetting to clean your bubble and they call this the salmon shakwi which is the um the ancient Quechua or laika language which is still used in the far reaches of the uh, the andes and also uh the so i worked a lot with central and south american um some north american and as i say um I've also worked uh, with uh, shaman and healers from Bali, where my daughter lives, and uh, you know, other places around the planet. I also do a lot of crystal placement yeah. around the planet. Another, another story, so how another do we day. Our bubble. The, the bubble cleanse is very easy and very uh, very simple. Um, it's on the front page of my website. Um, so if you do get um, stuck then you, know, you can always contact me. But it's very simple. You visualise a bubble around you which expands eight feet. You visualise that as you're being your own personal sacred space. Uh, and nothing is, you know, anything that's going on in there is your personal responsibility. Um, so you need to keep the housekeeper at least to keep it clean. So the shaman would say that um, we don't talk in terms of, uh, of positive and negative. We can talk more, more healthily in terms of heavy and light. And the, the heavy stuff, um, let's call it hoochie, because that's what they call it. Okay. Um, can be seen as uh, uh, little sort of blip, bits of like um, like floaters in your eyes, or um, little sort of tarry things in your energy field. You might sort of feel it as a as an emotion of anger or frustration, or you know, any of those heavy emotions, not of love and you know gratitude and things. That's light. That's beautiful. But there may be something around. Um, heaviness. So with that bubble cleanse, what you do is you visualize this big bubble. You maybe want to visualize a hatch at the bottom and the top of the bubble. And if you want to, you can open up those hatchways. So we visualize this beautiful light from the great central sun, the galactic center. And you might want to visualize that. And, and also you can you can always utilize if you want to, you know, angels, archangels, you know, people use power animals and, uh, and, and their guides, which do exist, by the way, in our frequencies. Um, 
and are always with us and we're never alone. But you can always invite those in to help you with this and to run a program of this for you if you forget. We get distracted and we do we do get stopped partway through Robert Cleanses quite a lot of the time just through distraction. But if we keep bringing ourselves back to it, you visualize everything is in a spiral. So nothing is particularly linear. I like spirals. It's the one of the most one of the biggest sacred symbols that I work I work with. Um, the spiraling of the of the, of the galaxies, the spiral of everything in nature, sunflowers, the spiraling of shells, the spiraling of our DNA, everything and the cochlear in the ear, everything is a spiral. So if we think of um, this light spiraling in through the top hatch of the bubble when you've opened it. Allowing that pure white or rainbow light to flow in through the bubble. And as it touches the uppermost chakras, there are some above the head here, and there are some, there's a crown chakra on top of the head. You might like to visualize it not only clearing, like, a, like you would stand in a shower and be cleansed, you know, and all the heaviness and dirt from the day would go down through um, the plug hole or, the, or a hatch, let's say, at the bottom of your bubble. Breathe in this light, allow the light to wash and cleanse and to push any heaviness down through the bubble and out through the, the, the hatch at the bottom of the bubble. So visualize that happening to anything that, so that's within the bubble around you, your auric fields and your the bodies that I mentioned earlier. And as it touches the crown chakra, the, the uh, Sahara, uh, Sahasara chakra, which is called Thousand Petals, Allow it, perhaps, if you choose to, to allow it to enter into the bubble and to enter every molecule, every atom, every strand of DNA within your body and see it like a, a, a spin cycle on a washing machine where it emits, you know, with centrifugal force, this, 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 this heaviness, any, any emotional heaviness that we've built up, any karmic heaviness, any program that we've received from our life to date. You know, and those these are built up in seven-year cycles, starting from when we emerge from my mother's womb, um, and we enter into this through the bowels of amnesia into this onto this planet, thinking, "What am I doing here? What is this all about? You know, why would I ever have signed up for this journey? It's too hard." You know, um, and we go through that. I suppose I've forgotten, you know, that the, the veil of amnesia, but. If, we, if we're to cleanse every molecule, every cell, and to upgrade every cell, and to clear every toxic program, think of ourselves as computers with programs that now need to be upgraded. And with, with, with a computer program, you know, remember to be upgrading the computer, you need to switch it off and switch it back on again to reboot it. And this is incredibly important also for us as humans um, who are upgrading. We need to sleep, rest, relax, restore, reboot and come back into a high vibration of who we are. So as you're sending this vibration of rainbow light, which is expanded, and as you, you've only got to look into the rainbows in the sky, you see that we haven't just got seven colours anymore. We've now got a, a much wider rainbow, which actually has reversed. Um, again, that's uh, when you, if you want to see proof of it, Mother Nature is showing it to us in a, an expanded frequency of light. And as that hits the carbon a uh, uh, molecule it changes into a diamond uh, but we have to go from uh, uh, the, the carbon base into the crystalline base and if you're doing that what does it take to change a coal, piece of coal into a diamond it takes heat pressure and the right environment so the heat we're all experiencing 
hot and cold surges. It doesn't matter what sex you are, what age you are, we're all experiencing that. And the incredible warmth for our sun and the, um, the polarity of the cold, you know, it's actually quite, there is a change in temperature. So we're all, as humans, experiencing temperature changes. We're also experiencing um, the pressure of, you know, fear and life generally. So, you know, a diamond is a piece of coal that's handled life incredibly well. So as you're bringing that, that light, if you bring that light through you, then you're going to upgrade every strand of DNA so that you can actually go back to the 12 original strands, which are going to enable that part of our brain, which scientists in the third dimension always said was junk, you know, junk DNA. We only use two to five, two to five percent of our brains, you know, all of that. Um, you know, actually, now that's all coming back online again. And the third dimensional DNA um, with the two strands was only a, a, a third dimensional construct. That was a third dimensional uh, misconception because actually the fifth dimensional DNA has always um, had all of the little rungs in it. You know, you see DNA as a twisted ladder. Um, and a lot of those little rungs, when you looked at third dimensional technology, didn't meet the good gaps. Um, and they they didn't know why, but actually in the fifth dimensional, if you if you were to look at it with fifth dimensional technology, which we will be able to very shortly, you would see that there has always been a portal, but which which has always existed, which has connected all of those, and the light from the great central sun, not our local sun, but the the great central sun, which now comes through the portal of our own sun, which connects with our DNA. So as the sun hits your face and your skin. It's upgrading the DNA to restore it back to the original five-fifth dimensional star. So as that comes through your body, and it with that that rotation, that uh, that, that 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 force of of, um, of clearance, of, of drying out or clearing out, um, clears any toxicity, any heaviness, and your programs to the scale of the body, through the organs, into the body's bubble, and then it can effervesce away by bringing the light that's going around you and force it down through the, uh, the, 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 the the hatch at the bottom of your bubble and feed that to Mother Earth. And Mother Earth will look after that the way that she would look after your potato peelings and change them back into compost, which would then be brilliant at growing new potatoes. So actually, I, I, I did ask a shaman this question once and said, you know, if, I, if I'm dumping all of my, my hoochah onto Mother Earth, is that not littering? And his response was, Mother Earth loves hoochah. It's like a nectar, it's like a dessert. And what humans are here to do is to mop up all hoochah, because um, animals and plants don't do the mopping up, but humans do. So we've been asked to mop up the hoochah, the heaviness, and to give it back to Mother Earth so that she can enjoy it, reprocess it, turn it back into something helpful in the realms of the five elements, which are earth, air, fire, water, and ether, as you know. So we're restoring it back into those five elements that Mother Earth can, uh, to, can use for regeneration of the new realm in the fifth dimension. Is that helpful? Wow, thank you. Thank you. We started off on dimensions. We've ended up on dimensions. <laughs> so, Sarah, if somebody's um, interested to find out more about these topics or maybe looking for some therapy how would they contact you 
Uh, I have a website, www.organicaromatherapy. It's organic with a little dash, hyphen, aromatherapy.co.uk. You can also look at oaonline.co.uk. Uh, and I've also got eight pages on Facebook that I relate uh, and work closely with. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and LinkedIn. Um, if you Google me, Sarah Williams, aromatherapist, therapist, or healer, you'll find me there too. Uh, so, uh, and my email address uh, is sarah at organic-aromatherapy.co.uk. Well, thank you ever so much for sharing your wisdom. And I'll put a link down to your website on, on my website so people can find you easily. Uh, thank you ever so much. It's been a fascinating journey. And who knew that potatoes were so important and relaxation and balance is key to life. And breathing. And breathing. Absolutely. Stay away from fear. Enjoy. Oh, one last message. Please focus on your best possible outcome. And if you see a double number, <clears throat> like 11, 11, 22, 22. These numbers are uh, opportunities for us to actually step into manifesting our dreams. So when you see that, visualize the most perfect outcome for you. You can extend your, uh, your, your hand through the time spirals back to your current self, guide you along to the best outcome and you will, you will create it. So what, what you focus on, so you, so you create. If you, if you think about heaviness and fear, you'll create it. You'll be right. If you think about the most amazing outcome, you're also right. Right. I should be looking out for 11-11 or 22-22 or one of those any, numbers. Yeah. Anything like that. Thank you. So it's wonderful to have different guests on the podcast. We share and cover so many different topics. It's a very dynamic place. So if you know anybody who would be great for the podcast, please do let me know. And until next week, I'll see you soon. Thank you, Sarah. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the NLPcourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes and make sure to head over to NLPcourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter. This will ensure you are kept fully up to date on the latest in-depth NLP topics of interest. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro-linguistic programming and beyond.